Quincy's uh, quintessential castle of, uh, uh, I don't know, perk angle pitches. and Oh, I'm sorry, common table. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the Quincy Jones show. I'm Boom. just talking out my ass. But uh, we got a lot of wrestling to talk Howl, about. How brown cow now. No, that's yeah, we gotta, we're working know, it out. Yeah, we, we work, you know, uh, mm-hmm. lion face, lemon face. Yeah. Abs- absolutely. And if you get the rough, hey, good on you. Hey, shout out to you. Big ups to my man Rhino as well. Uh, this is the Quincy Jones show podcast. We are yeah. your host, the illustrious host of the Quincy Jones show to my Left, the best damn tag team partner, podcast partner, commentary partner, wrestling promotion partner in the world. And I'm sorry, the only one in existence. We talk about the hip hop hybrid himself in the building, blessing us today. Doc Lesnar, what's going on, man? Sup, man, just just the promos, real choice, my friend. The electricity was was just coursing through, wasn't it? See that goosebumps? Yeah, (laughs) I, I know my effect. Yours truly here as well. Uh, yes, that's Quincy Jones Go, and this uh, is the Quincy Jones Show. A.K.A. Podcast Namesake Jones here. Yes, yeah, Um We didn't have a whole lot of time trying to get into the news. I tried to get a little bit. Wasn't a, yeah. I, I, Not a whole lot to stand on, I'll, I'll say that. I will, yeah, there was a lot um, more, oh, this person said this about this, and it's like, that's commentary. And here's a little, yeah, that, that's you know my thing. Mean? A commentary or opinion does not equate to update. On a situation, yeah. so opinions are not headlines around here. We have pu- integrity from a journalistic standpoint and a responsibility to you fans to uphold that in the name of tradition and culture. And by God, if you have an opinion, put it on Twitter like the rest of us. By God, by God, please but, do. But, but uh, uh, we yeah, pretty stacked show for both ends. I Obviously, will say, we had a night one of a of a two night buy one get one free extravaganza. Shout out, Phil. Yeah, um, big ups to Bill Phil. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. I also had a very packed Dynamite as well, man. And they were in Philly, so it was actually a pretty good show, man. You know what? I didn't even get a chance to watch, but I did see a good cameo, and I was like, okay, so I know this is going somewhere. Because I know Khan had talked about, I got it. This gift to Sting is historic. And I'm like, okay, you got got a lot of words that you like to use in these tweets. Someone needs to get your ass at the source. But I don't know what the gift is still unless it was the cameo. But we'll see what's up, and we'll get there. But yeah, if it's the cameo, that's $500. Dollars, um, <laughs> yeah. Then, then, yeah, coincidentally, yeah. That, that, yeah, yeah. that that could be it. Like, it, it. You probably could have saved the plane ticket there. Huh? <laughs> I mean, it's. I, I mean, it, it was. I think it was exciting times uh, on okay. both ends. I'll but, definitely um, watch for I'll, sure. I'll let, yeah, I wanted to watch. Um, check out the havoc. Um, yeah, I've been seeing mixed reviews on how people feel about there to be only the name and what they've been doing with it. I mean, I think I talked to you last it, week about how I yeah. feel like we, yeah, we were talking about how sometimes it feels like it's turned into a, um, it's like a theme now. Uh, yeah. Or uh, you know? I forgot the, the novelty. That's what shows it is. Kind of yeah, feels yeah, a little yeah. bit. And there, it had, it's, it was sprinkled. And then when I thought, Okay, cool. We're not gonna get and then something got basically branched out for next week. I'm like, great. But, uh, I'll go ahead and kick it off, man. Uh, you know, 
like you said, NXT Halloween Havoc. Uh, we had the rock band New Year's Day kick it off by performing their single Vampire with a Y, not an I, uh, live. And then they kind of cued a Shotzi and Scarlet who are in the ring to address the crowd. Uh, obviously, if you haven't seen it by now, Shotzi is dressed as Pinhead from Hellraiser and Scarlet is dressed as Mary Antoinette, uh, complete with the uh, slit throat, you know, for those that know she was, you know. Got beheaded, etc. But uh, we kick it off with the Devil's Playground match. Roxanne Perez taking on Kiana James. Uh, before the match, Perez enters with some Freddy Krueger-inspired gear. It did look pretty cool. But spots would be a uh, diving thefts press by uh, Perez. Kiana snaps suplexes Roxanne onto the floor before retrieving a laptop from her handbag and targeting Perez's back before picture-in-picture. Picture. I mean, just so you guys know... You know, they had they really took the playground theme seriously. So there's a swing set and a like so mini ball pit, like to be you know, and a, and a, <laughs> yeah. and a slide. So I just want to put that All out there. But uh, Kiana rips a piece of chain off the swing set and uses it to whip Roxy into the barricade. Now, really cool way to use it. But it was like, Roxy, just let go of the damn chain. Because she, they're like tug of warring, and uh, she just whips her like from pillar to post on the floor to different places, and she never lets go of the chain. Uh, Kiana also cross faces her with it against the post, so I thought that was a really good aggressive look. Uh, at one point, Kiana picks up a trash can and charges, but Perez uses the swing set to pick herself up and swing kick the can into her face. Perez hits a suicide dive under the middle rope in the bottom rope. What is that called? What's his name he used to do that a lot? Uh, Austin Aries. The heat seeker. Or heat, heat seeking missile. Heat seeking missile. There you go. And then she hits a Russian leg sweep onto the slide. Amber for two. does it too. I'm sorry. Athena yeah, does it too. A lot of people do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, but she hits a Russian leg sweep onto the slide that's out there on the floor for a two Ooh. count. Uh, and then Roxanne, because it is. Uh, falls count anywhere, and I'll get back to that in a second. Uh, Roxanne tries a diving hurricanrana off the barricade. Kiana stops her and deadlifts her into a powerbomb position and swings her into the barricade, and then powerbombs her onto the trash can for two. But we see the finish where Kiana goes for a moonsault off the barricade but lands on her Has feet. Has she hit a moonsault before or gone She for it? has from the apron, but I think oh, okay, I brought, okay. ta- brought it up before where it – the way she tucks is like she's going. She knows she's not gonna make the moonsault. She's so just she's doing, doing it to, just to land. Yeah. Okay, I see. What you you're know saying. what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. that and there's no different here. But, but there's been attempts before. I, I just wanted. I was it, asking it, if yeah. they came from out of nowhere. I just haven't yeah. seen it in a while. But she does land on her feet before Roxanne picks up the handbag and decks her with it before hitting pop rocks onto the bag for the win. Now here are my ups and downs. Ups is that the action kicks off right away. These are the downs. The swing set slide in the ball pit was just too much for me. For the, for the playground theme. That and ball, then, I, I didn't realize you said ball pit. I mean, it was a mini, th- like, th- that, that's it was where, a kiddie pool with balls that's in That's where Shotzi, that, that should have been her, 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 her spot right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know? uh, and then, that's crazy, yeah. you know, there's a uh, battle of, of pin combinations on the floor, which I thought it just looked weird to on do that floor? on the floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I just thought the match stipulation was really just a dressed-up version of, of a false count anywhere match. Uh, but at the very end, after she hits, you know, the the – Pop rocks onto the bag. To play off last week, she then Perez slowly unzips the handbag and like puts it upside down and pieces, quote unquote, of brick start falling out. And they're clearly bouncing off the oh, floor. No. You know, and it's like that's clearly sponge like material, but whatever. You know what I mean? So I mean, it, I think the reason why it's like we've we've seen like like uh Instagram has been on our ass, like, hey, look at all these movie stuff. And I see it on my on my timeline where you're like, Oh, there's the brick. Yeah. And you see someone like turning the brick, like, hey, it's foam. Yeah, like, it's yeah. It's even... it's durable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh no. 
But uh, then we got uh, two different sit-down interviews, uh, one with Carmelo Hayes at one point and one with Ilya Dragunov ahead of their uh, you know, their title match next week. Melo was asked right out the gate if he had anything to do with the attack on Trick last week. He gets somewhat of a dodgy, non-confirmative answer by just confirming like how crazy that is that people think I would hurt my own best friend and then accuses Vic of jumping to conclusions like social media has. Uh, he is asked if he needs to prepare differently for Ilya now that he's a challenger this time, uh, this time around. Uh, he says that's a question he also needs to ask himself emotionally as he needs to find his why or motivation for winning the match and adds while he does want his title back, it's more about the title of being him as he acknowledges he cannot walk around NXT calling himself that without nothing to back it up or to show for it as he didn't put in all the work to build his legacy just to be second best. Says his motivation is better than ever and now that he's removed all distractions, there's no more rooms for asterisks or what ifs and Vic interjects immediately and says, is, you know, you know, you're talking about removing all distractions, you know, and what ifs. What if Trick was in the four-way? Would you still be the one heading to Halloween Havoc to challenge Ilya? He simply removes his shades and tells Vic, absolutely, because when push comes to shove, I got to do what I got to do. Then looks to the camera and says, this one's for you, justice for Trick, before turning back to Vic and telling him we're done here and walking out on the interview. Uh, later, Vic would sit down, like I said, with Ilya. And he asked him, what's it like being the champ and no longer chasing the title? He says, you know, when I use the word destiny, it was not hollow words and speaks on struggling during his childhood as his family moved from Russia to Germany with practically nothing. Says he learned very fast he could endure every pain as long as it has a reason behind it, which is what brought him to the championship success he's had. And he's very proud to be NXT champion. Talks about recently visiting home where his son was able to hold the title for the first time. His eyes filled with pride for his father, you know, himself. And specifies that feeling alone serves as an excellent motivation to carry on as a great champion. Uh, he's asked if his mindset has changed heading into his match with Melo as a champion this time. He says regardless of being champ, his game plan stays the same and uh, more so will intensify as he understands the pain it took to achieve his destiny and recognizes the match will be another classic where he may bend but never break and he doesn't adjust to his opponents. His, um, his opponents must adjust to him, which I thought was a really good answer. Uh, he says Melo will break the same way he did at No Mercy and as he, as he enters the match as a desperate man but believes he's not fully focused on the title like he used to be and thinks this will be his downfall as he's had his mind on as Ilya says I've had the, my mind on this belt for quite a long time so uh, Vic offers the champ good luck as Melo is shown watching the interview from his locker room but he gets spooked by Shotzi and Scarlett who addresses the twin girls from The Shining and they eerily <laughs> tell Melo you know at, you know synchronize we've read the cards all signs point to you and Melo smiles he goes oh all signs point to me getting that belt back huh and they said no, not about the match, about who attacked Trick Williams. And then he is annoyed and removes his shades and says, I don't believe in any of that stuff anyway. Why don't you go mess with somebody else and storms off while they giggle? And he turned around across it. What'd you say to my girl? <laughs> yeah. Chuck you out, boy. <laughs> right. But speaking of uh, the cards, we get a metaphor backstage segment. Scarlet is there reading tarot cards in, uh, to a costume metaphor faction, telling them their future show, Devastation, Loss, and Pain, while Shotzi adds, Sweet Suffering, with a slight cackle, which is really funny. But uh, metaphor removed their mass and displeasure, and Noam clarifies, you know, we paid you guys to be told good news, not bad fortune. Scarlet reads another card telling Dar he will, quote, soon embark on a great journey to claim his prize before reading another one and laughing and advising him to follow your intuition for soon your joy will be turned into intense grief. Hold the things you cherish very closely. They then walk away, leaving, you know, metaphor to bicker amongst themselves while Noam being very skeptical and messing with the cards and calling it all a bunch of hocus pocus, you know, while Akira Tozawa is sneakily in the back, <laughs> back of them 
them and sneaks off with the cup behind them, ca- causing a panic. And <laughs> he, then yeah, everyone's been calling him the 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 top tier NPC. Yeah, of, uh, I did 2023. see that. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> metaphor. Then later on, you see they're still trying to find the cup. Uh, they receive a text from Akira with with it's a, it's a photo of him holding the cup and daring him. You know, said if you want it, come and get it. And then it's followed up with a photo of a haunted house. So that's what I meant. Like, oh, cool, they did away with the haunted house bit. Nope, it's coming back next week. So there's that. Next match, we got Lexus King taking on Dante Chen. Uh, we see King enter in a very cool entrance where he's in a throne that slides horizontally to the center, which I've never seen something like that before. And he uh, makes his way down the ramp and looks down to barrel of the cam and says, Brian Pillman is dead. Long live Lexus King. Uh, we see uh, Chen manages a chop and drop kick combo before eating a double-footed up kick, which I've seen him do in AEW uh, from, by King from the mat. He gets a pendulum-style double foot choke in the corner uh, between the top and middle ropes, which is very interesting, followed by a kitchen sink. And then uh, King is in a driver's seat for a little bit when Chen begins a comeback with a Manhattan drop and pump kick, but he signals for its finish and eats a super kick instead before King hits a rope-hung version of his straight jacket neckbreaker for the win. Yes, yeah, I, I thought I was. I saw the footage. I was like, it looks like he has their, their arms crossed underneath mm-hmm. him and um, – which obviously would help with the rotation when you're yeah, going to spin it out. 100%, so, yeah. yeah. And uh, after the match, he audibly tells the camera, my way, my life. But uh, ups, I will say, is King looked to be in great shape physically since his uh, AEW departure. Downs, real talk, Booker had made comments alluding to Pillman Sr., I'll call him, being an absentee father and how he's never heard anyone say anything good about him. It just felt like a bad taste, in my opinion. You know, but. I mean, he's probably cooking towards something, but – if he's already denouncing him himself, there's no need for commentary to jump exactly. on Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he needs to help. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we get a breakout tournament semifinal. I'll just do them back-to-back right now. Kalani Jordan taking on, taking on Oriana Grace. Um, Oriana hits a swinging neckbreaker before falling victim to a running cross body from Kalani for two. Uh, Kalani hits her cartwheel Pele kick. It actually looks nicer now that she's kind of smoothed it out. Is that like the, the one that what's-his-name does? Um, Andrade? No, it's basically she does like oh she comes a, she, down with she, the kick on a cartwheel. no 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 she runs at you right but then does a cartwheel and then as soon as she lands on her feet she does a uh, Ben Balor style oh kick. okay that's yeah. a little different so she doesn't do the full rotation on the no back. okay okay yeah. uh, and then uh, oh I see what you mean yeah yeah that, uh, the the Andrade version yeah but yeah. she uh, then she follows with a somersault double leg drop you know that flipping leg drop people do uh, on the ground. And then Ariana hits a backdrop driver for two, but the finish comes after battling for position on the top rope. Ariana gets knocked off to the mat, allowing Kalani to hit the split leg moonsault for the win and to advance to the finals. Uh, the only downs in this is like, Picture in Picture came in just 33 seconds into the match, and it watered down the high stakes feeling uh, of the match. Yeah. And it lasted three and a half minutes, dude. Um, the other match, let me see if I can find it real quick, is uh, yeah, Lola Vice taking on Carmen Petrovic. Uh, before the match, Tiffany Stratton's in the watch room being interviewed on her thoughts towards the tournament. She's interrupted by Fallon Henley, who is dressed up like her, begins to mock her with her voice and everything. Until Stratton attacks her with a forearm and both women are restrained by the other occupants in the room. Uh, but uh, spots would be Carmen hits her spinning roundhouse kick to Lola's back very early. That like I think that Trouble in Paradise I was calling it last time, but it's like kind of what Osprey used to do. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She only gets a two. The corkscrew. Uh, yeah. There you go. That's a way better term. Yeah. Uh, Lola with a grounded hip smash and axe kick to Carmen's head and back for two. But the finish comes where Carmen hits a suicide cross body onto Lola from between the middle and bottom rope. Kind of that heat seeking, but it was definitely a cross body landing. That's uh, pretty then, cool. That's pretty that's yeah. legit. And then she rolls her back in the ring, but kind of gets caught up like, you know, I, I don't know if she, she kind of exchanged looks with, uh, 
what's her Electra, and then uh, you know she goes to line her up for that spinning head kick, but Lola ducks it and then counters with a spinning heel kick for the win. Uh, then post match, Kalani walks down the ramp to do a obligatory fighting pose with Lola near the contract. You know the whole face-off deal but um ups i'll say action kicks off right away with both women showcasing the prowess of their combat sport backgrounds and at one point vic comments on lola's confidence to which booker says oh she's spicy you talking about that Tallulah green that Tallulah green you put it on everything man <laughs> this dude is dumb yeah and then uh, i thought it was cool oh, how man. when uh she hit a spinning head kick you know how vic likes it when someone gets hit right on the button he says good night but he says bueno noches <laughs> you know and, and lola's uh defense because you know she's more of the spanish uh yeah. background and uh says that you know once she wins lola's put a vice grip on a semifinals. So i was like okay i see you i'll see you out there working but uh the only downs is that um carmen hits her somersault foot choke again and it is a lot smoother but still not worth the effort in my I opinion forgot you were telling me because you know someone else said that fuck, i can't remember who it was they used to do oh it was dana brooks she used to do that handstand foot choke yeah in the that's right yeah and i'm just like it's impressive, but again, t- kind of too much work for, for little to no reaction, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, Von Wagner update continues as uh, he is shown with his head still bandaged but making more progress. He's now using a walker to you know to advance his walking technique. He's being guided by one of the doctors. The doctor tells Stone that Von is progressing, but it's going slow. Uh, before Von asks Stone like what the hell he's doing in reference to challenging Braun to a match last week, he asks if he has a death wish and reminds of what Braun did to him. Stone admits, hey, I got worked up and I put myself in the middle, but I I got no regrets. I know I'm going to get my ass kicked, but if I can get just one punch or slap across his face to wipe off that smirk, it'll all be worth it. Says, you know, it's not fair having to watch my friend go through this while he's out there continuing to live his life. And Vaughn stops and goes, wait, you consider me a friend? And he goes, you're damn right you're my friend. And that that just makes Vaughn smile warmly for the first time since his injury. And uh, he says, you know what, man, I wish I could be there for you next week, but I'm nowhere near ready. And Stone tells him not to worry because he's got this, and next week is for him. This motivates Vaughn to work harder on the walker. And then later on, just to bridge this, Braun approaches Mello in his locker room. And he says, well, if it isn't the man with the trick up his sleeve, which Mello is not a fan of, you know, because everyone's accusing him of attacking trick. Um <laughs> He says, you know, uh, Braun says, you know, hey, you either did it, whether you did it or you didn't. One thing that's fact is that we were the talk of the industry a few weeks ago, and that lets me know we're destined to fight for this top spot for decades to come. I've already proved I'm willing to do anything to stay here, and now you did the same last week by attacking your friend. And he ends by saying, as long as uh, you bring this mellow with you to Halloween Havoc next week, you'll walk out champion. And once I'm done putting Stone in the hospital, we can go back to doing this and kind of points in between, you know, back and forth uh, once again and says, but keep doing your thing, dog, (laughs) and leaves. It was just like, oh, the, the dog calling someone else dog Mm. irony you know so uh tag title match this is a fun watch chase you taking on the d'angelo family now this is interesting before the match duke and andre are prepping in the locker room they thank jc and thea for their ringside support last week before asking him to join them again this week thea agrees and then trolls andre by saying but i'll be sure not to throw in any towels you know and it's just like Mm. damn let it go you know like how much growth have you had since then i was was like dude we're still on this like and i'm not the one watch i just hear you talk about how this guy keeps bringing it up yeah no for sure and before he can answer uh the family walks in tony says hey it's good to see you andre Uh, uh uh good to see you again but under better conditions Andre quickly agrees and says, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. But uh, I'll see you guys out there. Thank you, gentlemen. And, like, he's trying to, like, 
just push him out. Just kind of shoo them away. Yeah. And Tony just chuckles and says, hey, I couldn't ask for better opponents. And then leaves with stacks uh, before Duke starts to ask, what was that all about? But he reassures, that was nothing. You know, let's just stay focused on the match. And then Thea and JC kind of look on suspiciously. So um, definitely kind of a weird – yeah, I wasn't sure if that was uh, alluding to something that ha- – like maybe a segment that happened prior or if this is leading to something. But uh, <laughs> Stacks is secretly going to night school to get his degree. Right, so, know right who knows? Know. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shotzi and Scarlett returned on stage uh, with Shotzi now dresses Edward Scissorhands. Nice, uh, right. And then they both plug their new show, Chamber of Horrors, on the network when they're interrupted by Diamond Mine. Who, whose new show? Their show? Scarlett and Shotzi. Oh, I didn't, okay, yeah. that's cool. So uh, Julius commends their costumes before requesting a match against Los Atherios as they cost them you know, their, their chance to fight for the titles in that Battle Royal. And he wants a match with them set for night two. They approve but encourage Ivy to spin the wheel and make a deal to determine the match stipulation. It's going to be a TLS, tables, ladders, and scares, which I've never liked that, but yeah. This is this is not a hot take. This is straight up take. Creed's, like, the way that they were not brought up to the main roster yeah. in comparison to how quick they brought up the alphas needed to be switched. Like I'm, okay, I'm done with the Creeds in NXT. Like they need to do something else. There's nothing else for them to do. I mean, they got like, a good fan base, but no, I, do, I think they got but, scared of Ivy standing by herself, and so I don't know. Oh, I, okay, I can, you know, I maybe can, they, I can they, see a little they bit brought of her back down to get they more of a rub Roddy or too, something. Yeah, but yeah, I don't and know. Camp, no, it's yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just weird. It seems like they're just trying to come up with stuff out of thin air for them to do in the meantime. I agree. Yeah, you know, I so. agree. Uh, so yeah, we get the match started. Uh, Tony hip tosses stacks over the ropes to hit a senton plancha to chase you on the floor. Nice. Uh, after being isolated for most of the match, Andre manages to fight its way to a hot tag. Uh, Duke hits stacks with a rebound over belly or overhead belly to belly. It hits Tony with a uh, chase you bionic elbow, and then hits a release tilt world slam on stacks, causing him to land on top of his own partner, which I thought was a pretty cool spot. Uh, Duke hits a sidewalk slam and boss man slam, both for two. And then uh, Stax escapes the Fratliner and uh, tags in Tony. I keep forgetting that that's what yeah, that's I, such I, a dope dude, I haven't yeah. seen it in a while, so I was like, what is he? Go-? Like, Cause he they looks had- like he's going for the razor's edge. I was like, why is he going gory bomb with it? And I was like, oh, that's Wait, right. Wait, is that, that how he's doing it? Because in the game, they have, they, they have him doing the hammerlock version of the Flatliner. And they don't call it that, but uh, who's that? Andre? Andre Chase. Oh, maybe, yeah, so, maybe that's his move. Maybe that's why he does it. Yeah, okay. I was thinking because I was like, when you said, it, I'm like, oh, that's why they gave him that move. Because I kept thinking, I'm like, oh, that must have been for Andrade when he did it like momentarily. Yeah, like, I do remember he did. Yeah, in AEW for yeah, a little like bit, yeah. yeah, he did like a Hammerlock Sister Abigail for some reason. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. But uh, uh, he uh, stacks avoids the the double team tags in Tony who hits Chase you with an overhead belly to belly of his own and a rebound spine buster. Uh, the family hit Andre with a European uppercut German suplex combo. And then uh, Tony hangs on, maintains the waist lock, and then Stax comes off the middle rope with another European uppercut, uh, for, but they only get two. And then Duke takes out Stax on the floor with a big boot before Andre hits a, his float over a Russian leg sweep and follows with the chase you stomps. Uh, but the finish comes. It's, it's a kind of a lot of things that lead up to it. Thanks but. for saying that because they – just added that Russian leg sweep. I'm like, oh, I wonder what made him add this cool Russian leg sweep. Well, they kind of like, had oh. it before with with I, I think it, it was um, uh, Sean Spears or uh, Dillinger used to do it. They had the the one from behind in in the game, but like he flows through, like or it's or he doesn't pin, but he floats over, and does that back roll, and gets I, I, to his feet. I kept feet. thinking that was always in there from when Damian uh, Damian Sandow used to do it. That, you know what? That might be what it was. I think it might have been Damian Sandow. Uh, Andre climbs. He tries to climb the top rope, but Tony cuts him off and tries an avalanche-style move. Duke holds on to Andre's foot to help anchor him down before he eats an apron DDT by stacks. Mm. The family then hit Andre with – it's a diving headbutt-style um, – what is it? Uh, 
what was it? Is it Power and Glory? What was that? The movie? Oh, um, the superplex. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the uh, powerplex. Powerplex. Yeah. So he gets he gets hit with a superplex. Stax comes down with the diving headbutt, but Duke slingshot German suplexes Tony onto the cover to break the pin. It's really. Oh damn. Yeah. It starts getting down to it, bro. Uh, in the mud. But uh, Duke, Duke <laughs> and Stax fight to the floor after Andre barely counters a bada boom attempt. When JC grabs the crowbar and slides it to Andre behind the ref's back, but he refuses to use it and slides it back to her. JC gets upset and then hops on the apron, only to get accidentally knocked off by Tony during an Irish whip and allowing Andre to hit an O'Connor roll for the surprise win. Uh, later, we do see uh, – so they've got new tag team champs. Uh, later, we see Chase U, Thea, and JC are walking triumphantly in the back. Duke comments, man, now my carry-on limit's going to go through the roof because, you know, he already has his trophy. Now he's got to carry this tag belt. <laughs> but he notes how he and Andre are now leaders of the locker room and have a, you know have to lead by example, but they're interrupted by Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. Piper calls Thea a small fry, and JC calls Piper a big fry before demanding why they're even there as they don't go here, which I can't stand when people have, like, borrowed that from Bianca. She borrowed it from Mean Girls, but Bianca yeah, but brought she, it to, to yeah, NXT. she made it a thing for people to start saying. Yeah, because Tiffany's used it too, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I get it, Mean Girl, whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, I was like, she uh, kind of embodies that whole exactly daddy just buy this school and demolish it i'm tired of <laughs> yeah yeah chelsea <laughs> responds by threatening to file a former complaint with hbk for daring to speak to the tag champs like that jc offers to show them exactly where his office is as they plan to go in there and ask him to grant them a tag title match against them next week as it's about time they defend her the belts and then she kind of cues for an exit and says chase you out <laughs> uh, but uh, one of the ups that i did like was soon as they won these titles uh, Vic goes, someone better get the quad ready for the biggest pep rally ever. And I was like, I, I like that. I like how you did that. So Good job, Vic. Good definitely, job. definitely. Uh, just a few more items here. Uh, Baron Corbin has the backstage segment. He says, you know what? I hate triple threats because anything could happen. And just like in my career, I do all the work while someone else reaps the benefits. As last week, I did all the damage while Melo simply took advantage to win the match. He adds he, he did everything in his power to win that match, which is immediately questioned by McKenzie as she asks flat out, well, are you the one that took out Trick Williams? Since you say you do and everything in that exactly that's he's annoyed by the accusation that says i don't like him but i would have taken him out face to face and he says i don't like him i don't like his theme song i don't like his face and i don't like his catchphrases Hmm. (laughs) you know just like Bort baron would say but then he he starts listing it could have been dijack it could be axiom it could be wesley for all i care but i still say look at his closest friend you know as possible attackers but he says none of this is of my concern i'm only focused on Ilya and the title and adds if he survives halloween havoc he better have his head on a swivel and walks away i ain't gonna lie to you like this is random, but I could if if he does decide to get away from uh, Mello, mm-hmm. I can see Trick possibly leading. Uh, I forgot what they call OTM out the mud. I mean, they got Reggie, but that wouldn't be a bad spot to be in. Mean, they're all I, big dudes. And I think yeah. I think they're all from Florida, low key. I'm not too sure. I like that. They got kind of, they got some some size. I mean, not to just be like. Okay, we need uh we need Booker T to kick it with with Crime Time like now. Nah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, just, yeah, yeah, you know, just just to put them together. But I think it might oh, be a bad. good presentation. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> there we yeah. go. Oh. So I got two more matches and, and match announcements as well. The Lights Out match: Gigi Dolan taking on Blair Davenport. Uh, Blair enters dressed as Georgie from It with yellow raincoat and red balloon. I thought it was really cool. Uh, you said Gigi? Uh, no, uh, Blair Davenport. Oh, Blair. oh. yeah, I, I was a fan. Yeah, like, I, I could see that being. I could yeah. see that coming off dope. Yeah, uh, Shotzi and Scarlett officially dim the lights, leaving Gigi and Blair to face off in 
a low, hazy, kind of glow-in-the-dark blue light. As commentary note, there are no countouts, and pins and submissions must take place inside the ring. So, uh, Gigi hits an early diving crossbody off the apron to Blair on the floor. Uh, then she hits a diving meteora off the apron to Blair on the floor as well into a seated steel chair. Uh, Blair snaps suplexes Gigi into the corner, causing her left leg to clip the bottom rope. And then uh, she hits a kendo stick-assisted swinging neck breaker. Really like when they use the elements there. Uh, Gigi then sets up a table in the ring to a big pop and walks right into a drop toe hold onto a seated chair from Blair. Uh, Blair then trolls the crowd by collapsing the table to a wave of boos before throwing a chair at Gigi's face to avoid a running attack and then follows up with a backdrop driver for two. Uh, Blair then sets up another table on the floor next to commentary but gets hit with a trash can while trying to re-enter the ring by Gigi who follows with a running shotgun drop kick and then uh, then immediately hits her with a basement running shotgun drop kick that whiplashes her bad against the bottom rope. But the finish comes where Gigi hits Blair with what I can only call a proto-bomb because it was basically a standing, you know, blue thunder bomb. She didn't come down, sit down. She, like, lifted her and was turned it, her. Was it a pin, too? She did try to go for a pin, but it was oh, 4 it was two. A, Okay, okay. After yeah, you. like, afterwards, before the pair fight out to the, uh, to the outside. Blair continues brawling with Gigi on top of the announce table. And, uh, you know, at this point, um, you know, like I said, she set up a wooden table adjacent to it. And so Gigi tries to go for a half-and-half half suplex off the announce table through the wooden table. Oh, shit. But she counters and then hits a what I can only call a release falcon arrow through the wooden table from on top of the Sheesh. announce table. And then Blair rolls her back into the ring and hits the Kamigoi uh, knee smash for the win. So, uh, but the downs, is this is what I'll say, is I said Blair came in dressed as Georgie. Vic could not. Just could not resist saying Blair Davenport coming in with the it factor during the answers. I was like, that's a down, bro. Uh, no, 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 no. It, it, you know what? I, I thought you were going to say something way more, uh, I don't know, like a penny for her thought or no, something oh, stupid. No, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> Pennywise or, to, or like, to or like attack six, plan. Yeah. Center floating. She's sitting there floating like a paper boat down a river. Yeah, Blair know, out so. here clowning. Well, yeah, if it would have been like, like the, it is, it's, it's, it's playful. I, can get, I think I can you know what it was? It was by that time of the night. It was like, all right, bro. You know, uh, I, you done used up all your yeah, a little bit, a little bit. You know, yeah, cause I, and then uh, the ladies were mostly brawling on the outside for a majority of this match, and for some reason, specifically on the side of the ring that is right next to the announce table, they didn't use any other part of the. It, it just felt weird. I don't know if like the lighting was the best there for filming, maybe, but like all the outside stuff you, that I that I called earlier you, all happened on the same side of the ring. It was weird. Let me ask you this: You think that they filmed both nights the same night? And maybe, yeah. and maybe they had something planned for over there. Because, you know, what's crazy is when they talk about that match um, that Bulldog got hurt in in WCW where he, where he hurt his back on the trap door that nobody was supposed to – like it was in the middle of the ring for Ultimate Warrior to come up. And they told people to work around this thing, and he Bulldog got. Bulldog was in WCW. I don't know why I don't yeah. remember that. And uh, I believe he got back body dropped onto it and hurt his lower back. Ooh. Yeah, and it's just like you know, it's, uh, you're trying to work around they something. Fucked me. <laughs> they fucked me. They fucked my, my, my back. My, my back is fucked. It's fucked. <laughs> oh man. Uh, and the match announcements. Um, Halloween Havoc Night Two coming up next week. We it's official. WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match, Piper Nevin and uh, Chelsea taking on J.C. Jane and Thea Hale. You got to say it right. Shout out to Samantha Ir uh, Irvin. 
Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tiffany Stratton taking on Fallon Henley. Uh, we have What's up, Fallon. Uh, I I skipped this because I don't really cover the hard hitting home truths by Nathan Frazier because every time he says I keep it's gonna, he did that. I mean, every time he says it's gonna be a a speed round, it's not a speed round. You know what I mean? And so, but um. Yeah, it's him taking on uh, uh, Dominic Mysterio for the North American Championship. We have the Tabers lad- Tables, Ladders, and Scares match uh, with the Los Lotharios. I, I know that, that's not what they're going by anymore, <laughs> but that's just what I know them as collectively, uh, taking on the Creed Brothers. And then uh, Braun Breaker t- taking on Mr. Stone, of course. And uh, we have the finals, uh, you know, Kalani Jordan taking on Lola Vice in the breakout tournament. And finally, of course, the world t- uh, title match, Carmelo challenging Ilya Dragunov. But uh, let's get to the women's title match, and I'm going to try to get through this as fast as uh, possible. I just had one quick note. I feel like the the, the Lotharios, they have a real opportunity to get real big in NXT. I think so, I, too. I feel like – Because Angel, like, it's crazy they, how far he's kind of fallen from his appeal during the Leo Rush days. Yeah, the I was title. thinking that. And, and the, you know, the – But the, but remember, he, he was also appearing with Andrade and, um, and Zelina yeah. during, during the pandemic a lot on Monday Night Raw and stuff. And it's yeah. like – And Hector – or know? Umberto, I should say. Yeah. He – he Good looking was, guy. Yeah, and you know he I mean? was getting us a, a, a look Push, for a while too, yeah. you know, and then I think he got hurt for a bit and so I, I, I think I they just, both need to just get back to where they were collectively. Yeah, I, you know? I feel like they could with NXT with that crowd because you saw what they did, the match that happened with um Legato. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and you know, even though they were like heels, they're like these guys put on bangers. I feel like they could they, probably get to that. So yeah. but yeah, anyway. I'm gonna show you we should have given been given membership. Come <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it's it's yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's all you're going for. Oh like, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, that's all I wanted to say because I, I do like their new presentation. It doesn't hit all the time, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah. Like when they try to repaint somebody, give a new fresh paint. I like agree. Say. Yeah. But yeah, this is a uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah, main event. Yeah, definitely. We got the women's title match: Lyra Valkyria oh, challenging yeah, Becky Lynch, Becky yeah, Lynch yeah. reigning NXT Women's Champion. Before the match, we see Jay Cargill is escorted to the Bird's Nest area by two security guards as she sits in a throne-like chair to watch the main event. Mm. Uh, I will say, uh, yeah, man. Uh, the only downs I will say here is picture in picture coming just twenty-five seconds into this match and lasting two and a half minutes. Uh, and then there was a double down cross body spot that seemed very redundant from last week's match with Lyra taking on Tegan. I mean, was and, like, and it don't just be, happened. Don't, don't uh, breaking news. There's one on Dynamite as well. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and then ups, I'll say it definitely. Has, this match has a big fight feel before formal introductions even start. Uh, even in the beginning, both ladies immediately tried their finishing moves to illustrate the urgency of the match. Uh, I love the veteran aggression implemented by Becky to kind of bring out the best fight out of Lyra. And then at some points, they have live feeds of fans at Taps Bar in the United Kingdom being piped in to continue illustrating how big and, you know, how much this match means to fans, you know, outside the U.S. as well. But uh, let's get to the spots, man. Uh, Lyra hits a running crossbody, but Becky bridges out of the pin and responds with a corner springboard crossbody, which Lyra also bridges out of, tip for tat. Uh, like I said, the double down crossbody spot. Becky blocks a Northern Lights attempt, but after the two exchange a barrage of strikes, Lyra is actually able to snap it off for two. Lynch hits her Beck Sploder suplex, uh, while Lyra hits her Wrecking Ball drop kick and hits Becky with her own rope hung diving leg drop for two. And it, it was picture perfect, really nice. I don't think she should do it all the time, but she soared for sure. Uh, Lyra counters another manhandle slam attempt with a step up in Zaguri and then hits a diving shotgun drop kick. Uh, and then Becky hits a Diamond Duck. 
adjust. And it was a really good one out of the corner and then applies a Becky, cross. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. And then applies a cross arm bar, but Lyra escapes and applies a lotus lock before hitting a fisherman's buster for a very near fall. Uh, Becky evades a frog splash and immediately applies the, dis- the uh, disarmor in the middle of the ring. Uh, but Lyra manages to get a rope break, then counters Becky's rope bounce sidekick that she does in the corner by catching her into a power palm position and hitting a sit out power bomb for two. Uh, at one point, Becky cuts off Lyra from the top rope with a mid uh, middle rope superplex and then follows through like her husband would, but hits a stiff-ass spike DDT for a very near fall. Mm. Uh, and we get down to the finish. Rebecca gets frustrated, and then she tries to powerbomb Lyra out the corner. Basically, you know, the whole, you're hitting me with a 10-count punch. Let me try to yeah, powerbomb yeah. her. But she instead backflips and lands on her feet, and then Becky tries to charge her, but she hits that spinning heel kick for a very near fall. And she's in big disbelief. She tries to go for another enziguri, but Lynch catches her foot and forces her to backflip onto her face before absolutely folding her with a manhandle slam for a 2.9. It was, mm. man, right? So I was just going to say, sh- shout out to Becky, because uh, you know what she's doing with, hey, I'm still the man, but I'm going to give you 2.9. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? But then for her to give it right, right back, that, yeah, that's what's up. Definitely. Yeah. And, and uh, Becky, she's in complete shock as the crowd chants holy ass, you know, or holy shit, I should say, before Becky ducks another spinning heel kick attempt and hits the manhandle slam. But in the air, Lyra counters into a pinning headlock takedown, where she, when she rolls through, she hooks the leg mm-hmm. and then cinches her, her grip. One, two, three, surprise win. Yeah, Lyra beat Becky Lynch for the NXT Championship. What? Man. Yeah, man. That's got to be like the shortest turnaround for. Well, she had like, for about a championship. month. Well, I'm saying Lyra from when she debuted. Yeah. Up until they said she's a she's a I, she's well, a women's like I, I don't I disagree because Lyra's had a hell of a year. No, no, I, under, I understand yeah. that, but I don't even think it's been a full year. Is it, what it, I'm it, saying. It, yeah, it, you know what I mean? Because I well, I remember I. I for sure covered when she first showed up because uh, I, I was going on about the effects they used during her entrance with yeah, the, yeah. the rain and stuff. And then I think shortly after that is when we had to transfer the, the shows. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah, and I mean, I think because I, I, dare, I would dare say Tiffany Stratton I was would say, rival I was, that I was, time I was table. Say, yeah. I was, that was the only other person I was going to say on the woman's side. The only one I could think of on the – the men's side is probably KO, right? Like he got yeah, kind of yeah, he, up <laughs> yeah, yeah, to he, take that title. Yeah, like, well, versus Sammy, who would like took forever to get yeah, there. Yeah, like you getting know, screwed but, by Neville, getting screwed by like, yeah, definitely. And, but uh, post match, yeah. we see Jade. She stands up and she's clapping as Becky snatches the belt away from the ref and then walks over and gives it to Lyra herself. Raises her hand in celebration and shares an embrace quickly before exiting the ring to give her her moment to end the show. So I, it's I am I'm not against that decision. I guess I'm I'm surprised that after the I'm the man well I'm Jade well you're gonna have to wait in line and then it's like wait in line after who because you just got beat by Rick you know what I mean or you yeah. know so it's like I don't know what it does for Becky but she's so she got accolades she it ain't really for whatever is chipping away it's not yeah she's already, but we talked you know? about this last week where she showed up on TV and tapped yeah. her, you know yeah. I don't think Jade needs to be in NXT I mean I think she could use the polishing Personally, because it's let's be honest, she, did she go on a tear in AEW? Absolutely, but there was far more people that weren't. I don't want to say top tier talent, but have not been used or pre- yeah, per, yeah. Uh, presented as yeah, top tier talent. Yeah, yeah. You know, people still talk about how she never went against the likes of like 
um, you know, Britt Baker. Baker. I don't uh, even. I'm Jamie think, Hater. Yeah. She, she never went against. Did she like, go against Sheeta? She didn't go. All? No, no. She didn't touch. She didn't even touch like Nyla. I don't think she touched. She Nyla did. Rose. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 Nyla yeah, stole, yeah, she stole the belt. title. Yeah. yeah. So that was like the only one. Like the, I think that's the only world champion. And then she went against Athena. And I mean, there yeah. were some names. But but as far but, as, as yeah. former women's world champions, I don't think she's ever yeah. fought any of them except exactly. for Nyla. Yeah, so yeah, I, I that's not even why Riho. I mean, she even go against Riho. Yeah. Or none of, yeah, I don't even. So that's why I, my argument was I don't know if she needs a program immediately that has a belt attached to it. You know what I mean? And we had talked about yeah. Bianca coming back and like trying yeah, to figure out where, well. what's going to happen. But I'd rather see Becky versus Becky versus Jade's going to be money anyway. But you take the belt away, it doesn't really do anything. But, but I don't it's, think also, it, it's it, also a little too early it. for Jade to be in that high stakes Ex- of a program. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm not against her doing the NXT thing because. There's more discipline um, around the clock yeah. and support as far – I mean, they have literally a built-in gym and conditioning system and performance. It's a performance center, yeah. you know. And who doesn't the, want the, to be the, under the HBK learning That, team, But then right? also despite the fact that, yeah, she did get a lot of her roots and bare bones from the Nightmare family or factory – she ain't there no more. She ain't in Atlanta. No, Cody yeah. ain't there helping. She got to you know swim I mean? now. Yeah, yeah, and, and no, and, and, no, Mark Sterling, th- no, Stokely, no, no QT. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and then so it's like, that's the the most natural progression next for her to get to the next level. It's just, I mean, whether it's NXT or whether just even just training in that performance center. I think yeah. she needs it. Yeah. Um, promo, she's great. I mean, I don't think. Yeah, she's you know, good. She's, she's good. Um, the but, Mark uh, Sterling thing was a great addition. It was, but it uh, was for what it was for the yeah. what the presentation was for AEW. What yeah. it is going to be for WWE, that's going to be remain to see. But I agree. She ain't I'm never to think who could usurp that position if it's needed. But I think mm-hmm. it's probably better that she steps on her own feet before or steps on her own two Yo, before she does get MVP. somebody. I thought about that too. MVP could be a yeah. Good, that uh, would be great, dude. That would be yeah. money. Because I almost gotta, said Stone, but like, but, but Stone's. I think he, the Stone money's could with be him good too. Because, but, but if you're gonna try to go for that similar type of yeah, dynamic with her, yeah, and yeah. But I, and but I think the yeah. money's in Stone's slow build with Vaughn becoming a, a crowd s- favorite too. So I think yeah. I think you're yeah. right. MVP would be excellent for that. That would be kind of that would be really cool. Only because she got the MVP, like the whole sports thing, and then she yeah. comes from a sports background. I mean, Heyman and could I work, she, but I... Is she from I, Florida? I, he, um, I may be wrong. I may be wrong on that, because she, if she's from Florida, then it's like... like I think Miami she may imagine. have relocated because that's of probably AEW, what it, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, that's probably what it is. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that was NXT Halloween Havoc Night 1, my friend. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get into a uh, much-needed uh, little ad here for Victory Lap. It's yes, going sir. down a week from today. Baby! And, uh, let me just remind y'all, tickets are on sale right now. You're going to hear about it all right now in the ad. But also, let me remind you that we are going to be taking a week off next week. It is the go-home week for Victory Lap. Mm-hmm. We will be back the week after. But want to let y'all know, right now, we're probably going to put something out on the uh, account as well. Uh, we are going to be skipping a week next week. I mean, much to do. It's our last show of the big year, yeah, 2023. Yeah, all hands on deck, baby. Absolutely. We're going to be still doing promo runs. We're going to be doing contest uh, uh, details. We're going to be picking up picking a winner for the contest next week as well. Yes. Um, just lots to do, man. But uh, I, I know you guys will understand. We're, we're over here trying to – it's a labor of love. You know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. you know, we're putting our all into, into both projects right now. Uh, but just want to let you all know ahead of time next week we will, we will be skipping – uh, victory laps in town, and uh, looking forward to talking about it the week after oh, as well, yeah. man. But uh, we're gonna go on a quick break, and we're gonna be back with dynamite. I like it. Ladies and 
gentlemen, Victory Lap is among us a week from today, live Friday, November 3rd, 2023. The doors open at 7 p.m., bell time at 8 p.m., and it all goes down in Chino, California at the American Legion post number 299. We've already told you guys to roll out for the match card, but just in case you live under a rock, here it goes once again. It will be the return of the Tag Team Champions, the West Coast Wrecking Crew, taking on the number one contenders, Los Suavecitos, defending the Tag Team Championships. And again, we have the return of Shogun the God, and it will be the Mountain versus the Mountain Breaker as we get the debut of Kota Hero. It is also the return of J-Rod, the ultimate athlete, as she takes on the debuting queen of aerobic style, Delilah Doom, in a first-time ever matchup. Also, it is going to be high stakes in a triple threat match for the P4P chain as the champion Slice Boogie defends against Jordan Cruz and G-Sharp. Also in the house is Ray Rosas making a special appearance. And don't forget the most sadistic Dom Kubrick is defending that championship against Matt Vandegrift, a man he has never beaten in his career. It all goes down Friday, November 3rd. And of course, the main event, a tables match for the ages, the first ever in our company history. It'll be top-notch Lucas Riley taking on El Primo Henio. Get your tickets right now. Front row, $25. General mission, $20. It all goes down at victory-laugheventbrite.com. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. Home of the tag team champions of the IE. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. We are back. Europe. Sorry, it, started, it sounded weird without the Europe, so I was like, I'm going to throw it back in there. Europe. Yeah, give me some of that. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to falsetto, baby. More yeah. of that. <laughs> but we're going to be uh, lighting the no. fuse. Hey. Hey, man. Hey. Just be used. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, like, I need that on a shirt, mm -hmm. dude. Because that, yeah, that, uh, the, the video I sent you, that, that's literally from the. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I yeah, did. The, the audio. Shit, it's funny because I. I I had seen it, and then I sent it to myself to send to you, and then it just kind of sat there. <laughs> Y'all like that remix, though? <laughs> mm -hmm. Anyways, man, let's like the fuse on this uh, Dynamite Right Show. Coming live from Philly, uh, we started off, uh, oddly, with a backstage uh, in, uh, interview promo. Hmm. Um, it was MJF with Renee Paquette. She starts to ask me yeah, questions. Yeah, it, it seemed a lot of people were getting some sit-downs with, uh, with yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she, she gets I mean, a good she, look, though. She's definitely always, you know. Mm -hmm. In the, um, it was funny because actually, I think Big Cass he was asked by RJ City uh, whether him and Mox have a, a backstage interviewer pact <laughs> because him and Lexi. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's you. funny how it worked that way actually. <laughs> uh, but uh, he's with uh, Renee Paquette who's trying to ask him some questions. He's like, hold on, let me, like, it's okay if I make a quick call, Renee. He's like, yeah, sure. And then he like just confidently like dials a number and he puts it on speakerphone and it's uh, Adam Cole who answers much to the delight of the Philly crowd. They talk for a brief second, but once MGF uh, mentions uh, Roddy, uh, we get because he's like, "Oh man, just finally, I'm, I'm you're finally out of that psycho's house, man. It's good to hear you. How's the surgery going?" And then you hear Adam, <laughs> and then who comes rolling in the frame? It's uh, in the wheelchair along with the kingdom. It's uh, Roddy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, as he tries to yell hi at Adam um, through the speakerphone. <laughs> okay, I was like, who all of a sudden has to go. Uh, he said, oh, my God, I got to go. And the manager's like, I don't blame you, buddy. And then yeah. fucking hangs up on him. <laughs> and um, he's there with the kingdom. I, one thing I didn't mention about that last uh, segment he had where Cole finally went home. I did watch it, he by was the like, way, yeah. looks like I'm at the I'm, I'm at the yeah. be friends with, with my, my, my friend's friend. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see him trying to pretty much convince MJF, like, you know, you know, hey, uh, we're here to help you get that title back from Bullet Club Gold. 
uh, before MJF pretty much declines his help and just rolls him backwards off screen <laughs> with the kingdom <laughs> running off to go grab him. And then uh, he ends up just saying, you know, he has a bullet with Juice's name on it, and uh, in Philly he won't miss. You know, Is that pop. the main event, by the way? No. It's the oh, first okay. match on the card. Oh, okay. Yeah, they opened with this. Uh, MGF versus Juice Robinson, Dynamite Diamond Ring. Okay. Uh, this was an up. Uh, MGF rushes Juice with the double leg with punches and eventually starts brawling to the outside as MGF throws Juice into the timekeeper's table. Fucking turn like falls over. Oh, shit. Uh, before clotheslining Juice over the barricade. Juice gets some juice as he gets busted open after uh, getting catapulted into the, the ring post. Mm. Uh, MGF goes for a curb stomp, uh, American X style, as he oh. puts Ju- Juice's mouth on the steel steps. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that, is, that would be American There's no other way I can say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I get you. Uh, the guns distract MGF. It's like Edward Norton style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the guns distract MGF as Juice is finally able to turn the tide in the match. Uh, he actually hits a version of the Juice's loose, that kind of front face DDT yeah. on the apron. Mm-hmm. But of course, he used come- to call it Pulp Friction. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, co- you know, commentary don't call it. Uh, yeah. yeah. He hits it on the apron before uh, he ends up choking MJF with the Burberry scarf uh, b- behind the ref's back. Oh, nice. Uh, at the- oh, nice. It's just like a class act. Oh, look at that. Uh, <laughs> Jay White comes down to watch the match from the top of the ramp at this point as we're going to picture to picture. Uh, back from picture to picture, he's uh, joining commentary um, as we see the guns strike the ref for juice. To use the scarf yet again, but then MJF is able to turn it around. He uses his own scarf on Juice uh, before getting caught by Bryce Remsburg. Uh, MJF steps up for the kangaroo. Billy zone. Yeah, I know. MJF hits the kangaroo kick, uh, calls for a dive. Uh, you know, he always loves those dives. But yeah. the, the guns sweep his feet as Juice catches him with a flush uh, Harlem sidekick, because I'm not calling yeah. it anything else, because that's yeah, what it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, and he does it great, though. Yeah, he, I was going to uh, say, yeah, no no, no hate. It's just yeah. we're not going to act like you nah. you came up with that move. It's the juicy sidekick in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, right in the gooch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Straight bullet. Just straight, straight for the taint. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, MJF gets the, the vintage eye poke in, but Juice literally spits in his face. Ooh. And then uh, hits him with the left-handed god for a near fall. Like, the crowd's like, whoa. Spits in his face in and a, you in know, a post-pandemic for, for world. For Philly to go, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're like, yeah, yeah, it's shit tough. got real. Mm-hmm. Uh, MJF tries for the heat seeker, but uh, Juice pushes him off and hits a uh, tope through the ropes. Um, and, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Put Juice pushes him off, only for him to try to run and hit a clothesline. He ducks and dives through the ropes. Ah, uh, they take out the guns at ringside. It makes gotcha. it look super easy. He oh, just has okay. this look like, "Chew, please." Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Juice kicks the ropes and low blows MJF coming back into the ring before hitting the Juice's loose for another near fall. Uh, the guns distract the ref again as both MJF and Juice go for the respective rings to cheat. As it's a game of quick draw, but MJF draws first uh, before hitting the heat seeker for the win. Uh, Post matches, it gets a little. It's still an up, but I thought it was a little overbooked. But uh, there's, I guess they're they're trying to tell a hell of a story and get people like, you know, everywhere. But the one thing I forgot to tell you is when MJF finished his promo earlier backstage, mm-hmm. the camera panned to a footage of of someone in the devil mask, and he's just like slowly nodding his head. It was just footage. Not, not. He wasn't standing there. No, he wasn't with him. Yeah, but I know. Like, he, I know he did something on um, Collision too. Yeah, there was yeah. something on Collision too. So, but yeah, you know the, that, that's another reason why uh, <laughs> JY keeps calling him the Gimp suit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Um, but yeah, we got a little post match here. Um, 
MJF, of course, jumped by the guns. But then Roddy is wheeled down to the ring by with a pop uh, with, with the kingdom, along with Rick Strong, the stuffed giraffe as well. You know, got to got to put him over. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Roddy tells Bennett and Taven to go help MJF, as they slide in and actually start fighting with the guns, but they get disposed of as well. Uh, they they weren't like squashed. You know, they 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 were there. They for put a up bit. a good fight. Yeah. I got you. Jay White makes his way down as all four members of BCG. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm going for yeah, the acronym. I like, I like that, yeah. Uh, look to jump MJF when the acclaims the music hits as they come down for the save. Uh, Jay White, you know, he's up with the team on, on the top of the ramp, hits a promo about MJF breathing with the switchblade. It was a whole lot of nothing. But uh, the interesting thing about the promo was the guns then take the mic and challenge MJF for the ROH Tag Team titles at full gear as well. Oh, shit. Uh, MJF accepts the challenge. Uh, and then uh, takes them. Uh, the only thing that the down for this is the they were like, it doesn't matter if you ha- uh, uh, if you have a partner or not. And then you got Austin Gunn taking the mic. We got two guns, one for each. I'm like, you get an F. Yeah. You get an F. <laughs> F on math. You get, no, not no. You get an F for quoting one of the dopest cowboy movies ever, and and you didn't make it sound cool at all. That was, yeah, that, yeah, you yeah. Know, Shout out to Doc uh, Holiday. You know what I mean? But that's like, the thing too. We talked about last week how Austin. They're so funny how Austin's got the charisma but no, and, and Colton's got promos. the entering. Yeah. yeah, but Austin also just like he needs like to Colton, control his volume. Yeah, dude. Colton has that cool laid back like confidence, and then you got yeah, yeah, like, yeah. All right, dude. I just I set it up, and you just totally made it seem like we didn't know. Oh man, that, you know they they were scared for a minute, and then you just blew it. Yeah, like, yeah. But uh, MJF accepts the challenge and then takes them up on the offer of getting his triple B back. Uh, in that, you know, eight-man tag, whatever it's supposed to be. So he says in the main event of Dynamite next week, it will be him and three tag partners of his choosing facing them. At this point, we get a loud, Max, from Roddy at ringside. <laughs> oh, no. With uh, the kingdom as uh, – Yo, do not okay, – Roddy, Roddy yeah. he asks, so you're going to choose us, right? And uh, to which Max responds by telling that bland bitch to roll his, weird ch- his wheelchair off a cliff. <laughs> uh, then, of course, Max Caster is asking if MJF is going to choose them. He doesn't go for it either. MJF starts walking up the ramp. Oh, because they're talking about these the, the three other guys. He yeah. To, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So MJF starts walking up the ramp after dismissing them too, um, and then uh, which is funny because like Max is like, "Well, can you at least do me one one thing? Since we're in Philly, can you scissor me, Max?" And then he goes and he walks up to him and just closes his scissors, <laughs> and then he walks off. And then you see Billy fucking, "Oh, you son of a bitch!" And then Anthony's like holding him back. I'm like, "Yo, this is." <laughs> like, like it was like a total disrespect. Yeah, How yeah. dare you close those yeah, scissors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right, and then he's walking up the ramp, and then Kenny Omega's music hits. Oh, he 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 pretty much gets straight to the point, makes his intentions known, and says, "I know I don't have a whole lot of leeway after since losing that belt. I don't, I don't really have a uh, a right Man, to come out here with, a, week, with yeah. a live mic, but you know I'm gonna get down to brass tacks. You got a lot of things going on. I think I have a right to defend my streak." And MJF makes it official and says, "You know what?" I'm gonna defend my championship. To, uh, and, and I'm saying tomorrow night because obviously this comes out Friday. Yeah. Uh, so the, on Collision, they booked this. Oh AW wow. AW Collision, Kenny Omega. Damn. Versus MJF, AW World T- Championship match. Wow. As uh, Kenny checks his hand and he tells him, three days, bitch." <laughs> so we got a little tip for tap. Okay. I was wondering if they were gonna, you know. Kenny said that to him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, sometimes nice, they leave things open. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. some guys need a little, they need a little, you know, a little bridge right a little, there. Yeah. Little I like know? that. No, that's so good. That was the up. That was, I mean, that yeah, was, yeah, that that, was that's, that's a hell of a way to start the show. Yeah, that was yeah. the yeah, whole first up. And I was like, I look at my nuts. I'm like, yeah, that was just the one. <laughs> mm. uh, we did get Dark Order versus Hook and RVD. This was an up as well, man. Of course, the Philly crowd. Yeah, man. Uh, Hook and Reynolds start off as Hook overwhelms Reynolds with holds, throws, and transitions before tagging in RVD, uh, who gets attacked and double teamed by Silver and Reynolds. 
RVD fights back with the classic mon- monkey flip out the corner as Van Dam and Hook then take out both uh, Dark Order members with clotheslines over the ropes before picture-in-picture. Evil Uno interferes during picture-in-picture, giving Silver the opening to turn things around on Hook as he power bombs him onto the waiting knees of Reynolds. Mm. Um, Hook hits a release Northern Lights uh, before getting the, the hot tag in of Van Dam, who uh, lights up Silver with some kicks, hits uh, the spinning leg drop. It's like he did it like Famouser style. He even waited for him to be on, on the floor. Oh, shit. Like he kicked him in the midsection, he bent over, and he literally jumped and did like a spinning uh, Famouser on it. It was That's dope. Hard, yeah. yeah. Uh, and follows up with that springboard sidekick he always does, and of course the Rolling Thunder for a near fall. Mm. Hook tags back in and gets Silver with the crossface I'm punches. Guessing Silver didn't uh, walk away with the the. I mean, I'm, I'm being sarcastic, but I know he was facing Orange for the Battle of the Belts. No, he didn't. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, I, he I lost obviously. So. Yeah, uh, I, I'm pretty sure they had a good match though. Um, Hook tags back in and gets Silver with the crossface punches. Goes for the red rum, but Reynolds breaks it up. Uh, and starts distracting the referees. Uno, Evil Uno slides in the ring and tries to attack RVD with a chair. You don't pull on Superman's cape, you idiot. No, but eats a Van Daminator, not the Van Terminator, Excalibur. Stop saying it. That's got to be fun uh, to, like, pick up a chair, though, and know, like, damn, yeah, I'm about to run into this Van Daminator. Like, I'm, about, I'm about to add it to the <laughs> reel. Yeah, I'm about, to, I'm, I'm about to join the list. <laughs> yeah, he eats the Van Daminator for his troubles. Van Dam hips, uh, he ends up hitting Reynolds with a five-star frog splash. His hook taps out silver uh, with the red rum for the win. Man. I'm still just trying to figure out what are they going to do with this FTW title because like I, I mean you know I don't I don't think anyone needs to touch it it's, yeah it's for you know Hook yeah but, but I think Hook needs to like, trans, like you, transition like, to TNT contendership you know what I mean I agree but that that's a clouded thing right now too because they got pretty much Christian holding hostage with the whole Darby mess yeah and, I mean hey, you and, were right by the we'll way he did ship his tooth yeah <laughs> they talked about that on Collision yeah, yeah, I, I mean, was that, like yeah. damn. Because when you saw, you're like, that's not makeup. Like, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Like, you, you're spitting up blood and it's dried on you now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got the only down of the night. Oh. Tony Storm. <laughs> it's announced that Full Gear, uh, with it being uh, obviously in Inglewood, there's going to be a Hollywood homecoming for her as she has an AW Women's Championship match against who we don't know yet because Hickory keeps fucking defending the title she defends on this show. Then she has another defense on Collision. So I don't know. Why she, they keep, it's like almost every week they've been having her defend or do an eliminator match. Yeah, see, I I kept so like she doesn't need to be she's, built up. She, yeah, because she's supposed to face Ruby, right? She did. Yeah, she faces okay. Ruby. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which I'll get to in a bit, but yeah, um, yeah, it's this you know new silent movie called Hold That Butler. Whole lot of nothing. Uh, Doctor Luther, who is now Luther, <laughs> without face paint or crazy the crazy looks on his face, oh, okay. is dressed up as Tony's Butler now. As uh, he gave her a Clementine that she obnoxiously. Uh, eats before calling it refreshing it was just it was like the shortest one but it just was a whole lot of nothing you know what's crazy i, I rewatched. Uh, i was watching dynamite last week on my dvr and right as her short started it went to commercial yeah that's no no and it, i was it, like yo so so i forgot to say that it was picture in picture same oh. thing with, with last night they did the same exact See, thing. but when i watched it it wasn't picture in picture like it started and then it just went to commercial and i was like damn i guess <laughs> yeah this one started and then it, all of a sudden it was two but, screens i'm like well i guess it's a silent movie yeah but this isn't exactly sammy Guevara with signs yeah you know yeah, yeah I mean? no, like, exactly yeah but uh from here tony khan's gift the sting this is an up Tony Schiavone in the ring announces uh, Darby Allen and Sting down to the ring. Oh, I'm sorry. Darby Allen and Darby Allen's new face tattoo. Um, yeah, I was. <laughs> with all the press, this must be its, its own yeah. signing. I don't know, dude. It's like, I, I get like, I don't know. People have been making like a, a huge thing about it. And I'm like, look, all I'll say, it's worse than the Cody neck tattoo. Um, but 
it doesn't. I don't care about it that much. It, is it on the side that he paints? Yeah. So it's just part. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's I mean, why you in my see mind, it I was vaguely, like, but yeah, it probably just adds to the paint, if anything. But what I'm like, the, the I think my the weird thing is when I did see it, I'm like, maybe it's just so new, but it doesn't look like it's in sync with all the other ones. You yeah, yeah, I mean? that's probably yeah, it's the, it, like, like a said, different style. It's or just something. that new ink. But uh, yeah, I saw one meme specifically. It was like. Cody going, no one will ever have a, 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 a worse <laughs> tattoo than, than mine. And then you see Darby was like, hold my ink, bro. <laughs> That's like, all. Oh, okay. he, probably, he probably did it himself. And shit. Yeah, man. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, I um, what's it called? Uh, Sting comes out. Thanks to the Philly crowd and thanks Darby for being his tag team partner. Family, family. Um, but uh, Philly's for love. No, mm-hmm. I, was, I was Virginia. Philly, where I am from. Um, you know, you, you know, you got Hangman probably bumping that uh, <laughs> Philly Smuskwatch. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if not him, FTR for sure. I don't mind how I pursue. Oh, <laughs> anyway, man. yeah, he thanks, he thanks the crowd. Thanks for Darby for getting being his tag team partner, but also helping him bring the best out of him the past couple years. Yeah, he and, definitely has. Uh, thanks, Tony Khan, for allowing him to come to AEW to wrestle for a little bit longer and, uh, you know, to woo a little bit longer as – Tony thanks Sting on behalf of Tony Khan because he's in the ring and he has an earpiece. And it's, it was funny because as he's talking, he's like, and I want to thank Tony for allowing me to be in his uh, his company and wrestling a little bit longer and doing this a little bit longer. And and uh, Tony's calling for the microphone, so I'm going to give it back now. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, hear, like, you hear Taz just totally crack up on commentary. Like, oh. <laughs> I was like, dude, y'all y'all are the most non-serious <laughs> team. Yeah, ever. yeah, seriously. Uh, but, yeah, Tony, he thanks uh, – Sting on behalf of Tony Khan for everything he's meant to AEW since arriving, uh, which uh, oh this is Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone oh, okay, yeah yeah you, so gotcha. he's like yeah he's in his earpiece I was like so he's he like, thanked himself in third person like, what the fuck yeah TK says <laughs> yeah so but yeah he uh, uh leads to a thank you a thank you Sting chant of course yeah um Tony cues TK's gift for him as we hear 2001 a Space Odyssey blare out the speakers and believe it or not it's the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Woo! The two embrace as we get a holy shit chant. Uh, I will say I was surprised because obviously he's had some critical things to he, say about yes, Tony Khan has, and yeah. AEW in the past. But mm-hmm. he's, I mean, I think he's just a wrestle dad. So he's just, you know, yeah, whatever. Definitely. Man. And he's going, <laughs> That's he's, a good way. he's, a also, dad, he's yeah. also going wherever his, his next check's coming from, too. You feel Very me? Very you know, true. You know mm-hmm. with specifically when it comes to him. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Rick Flair, he talks about magical moments being few and far between and, and those moments uh, setting you apart from being called the best in this business and called Sting one of the biggest names in pro wrestling and uh, and asked if St- uh, more or less if Sting would allow him to take this journey with him as he's riding out his retirement in 2024 which I was really surprised I'm like I don't know what that means but I'm like are you low-key under like a a short-term contract yeah that's that's you know what inter- I mean that's very interesting and uh it was funny because even Tony Khan's like it's been a long time coming buddy I want to welcome you to AEW and you see it look on the face like don't welcome me to AW because I ain't here to stay, and you're making it seem like I'm here to sign. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I know they watch, and I got, I gotta leave you. You go <laughs> yeah, get me in trouble. Yeah, word, dude. <laughs> oh man. But uh, anyway, uh, Sting is hyped about about Rick, and uh, Rick hits a woo. Sting offers up his chest. He's like, "Give me one. Give me one. Give me one. Give me one." And he, he gives him a little. So chop. he he looks genuinely surprised. Yeah, that's what's up. I don't know if he was. He he, he could have been possibly. He probably heard it was a possibility, and then it, and showed up, but. Yeah, he was like, he was like, give me a chop, give me a chop. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like he was, you know, and then, then uh, you know, he, he gets the, the Rick chair, uh, the Rick Flair chop, I should say, and we get the little quick bounce off the ropes. Nothing too, too '90s Rick, but you know, right in yeah, bad yeah. vein. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Send the people home happy. But then, of course, Christian Cage's music hits. Oh man, 
As, yep. he, as he interrupts that feel-good moment, uh, immediate asshole chance as Christian makes weekend at Bernie jokes to describe Rick Rick's mobility. Oh man! And Did tells he the say crowd, Philadelphia, you shut your mouth while uh, I conduct of, my business. Well, the thing is, he was everywhere. He, I'm I loving could, that. He, he, I'll play this. He was 100 percent intimidated by that crowd because he stumbled a little bit. Mm. Like he was like. Not the uh, not like the, the Phillies have done in this town. I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean? it didn't roll right off. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like he could have hit it. I there. might like, not make it. Not to my like, vehicle shut tonight. up! I said, shut, pipe down, <laughs> pipe down while I'm piping down, Shada. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry, for those that no, no, <laughs> that, yeah. that's Nick Wayne. Shana Wayne. Shana Wayne. Uh, anyways, uh, he says, "Don't worry, don't worry, Philly. Of course, I know that Ric Flair isn't dead." But also that there wasn't, there isn't a guy. Because if there was, Ric Flair would have been dead twenty years ago. Is the, the Philly crowd is just responds with a deafening "fuck you" Christian chant. Mm. They were not feeling that long. No, not at all. Uh, Christian insults the Phillies, like I said before, offering Darby another shot at his, at his TNT championship, since he knows Darby won't go away until he makes him go away. So he proposes. <laughs> That Sting and Darby find a third to face Christian, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne with Sting's retirement on the, on the line at full gear. And I'm like, dude, we keep getting these multi-matches, uh, like multi-man matches with these like little stick, uh, stipulations in them. Yeah, I'm man. Like, the, the, I get that, you know, you want to save Sting's like singles matches. Yeah. But him versus Christian, I think, faced Sting in TNA before. Yeah, I'm surprised they that they haven't just played on that, that up. Right? Yeah, yeah, not even for the title. Like maybe it's like if Sting wins – he wins a title shot for Darby or something, you know, like, but hey, I don't get how I his want. retirement is on the line. If he already says, I'm not retiring till, uh, what was it? Um, he basically said, I don't want to wait till March. I want you gone now. Yeah. Is what, yeah, I forgot that part. Cause I just, you know, got whatever. you. Okay. But it's like, really? Because Sting's pretty cool, man. Like yeah, I, I'm even thinking like him versus uh, MJF for the title would be cool. Just because, yeah. just to say that he actually had a title win. Not, he don't need to win the title. But I think it'd be a cool look. Yeah, no, you know I mean, mean, just just for the sake of having, uh, it, it just gives the right rub. It's a good match. It's entertainment factor. It's a big matchup. Yeah, Cause, cause I totally did we get ever? You. I know we had them cross paths, but did we ever get a singles with Jericho and him, or that was just the tag? No, it was right? just the tag. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, but I that's still, what I, I would do. See. I would have I would have Sting kind of go on a singles draw like, up a, tour. Draw yeah. a list. Get, get, have him do his own list indie style. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I, I think, think so be too. Really and then work towards those programs. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But uh, from here, speaking of Jericho and lists, there we go. Hello. We got a Jericho sit-down interview. Uh, this was an up. Uh, short and sweet. Jericho sits down with Renee. She asked him about oh, I did see uh, his this, physical, yeah. you know, basically him being physically dominated by powerhouse Hobbs. Daddy was. Uh, who updates that he's still sore and his ribs are still bothering him after what he dubbed, and I hope they keep this, uh, taking three world's most dangerous slams. Mm-hmm. Um, but mention okay. is his ego is the, probably the most bruised of all. <laughs> As uh, Renee then asked him if maybe this is, there's a, there's a point in Jericho's career now where he may have to do some little self reflection. Jericho says that no matter which version of himself he presented uh, to the world in the three decades of his career, he's always had that self confidence knowing that he can beat anyone on any given night. But admits that he didn't even see that one sided loss coming to Hobbs at all. Uh, mentions that Don Callis has a lot of members in his family now, huh? A lot of friends. You know, Chris Jericho has a lot of friends as well. He does. You know, some some are even bigger than Powerhouse Hops. Hmm. Yeah, I saw that. Maybe, quote. maybe I should give him a call. 
And, and and this is the only thing. Only person I could think of is maybe Paul White on yeah. some Jared Show shit. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or even if he brought in like Mark Henry to finally wrestle, I think that'd be cool. You know, you can you can kind of yeah, give hey, it back it, to Powerhouse Hobbs. You know, I was gonna say, and they and they, maybe that's the reason Passing why he used the, 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 the think, match. And I was then, thinking that too. They, hey, they they start in uh, McGruber together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> McGruber. He's like, come on, we we we, we got time put in now. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, yeah, this uh, but I thought this was uh, like I said, short and sweet, and we don't see a lot of backstage controlled stuff with Jericho. He's always taking up time on the show, and I don't mean in a bad way but sometimes it's a whole lot of nothing yeah yeah um but yeah uh that was up next uh next match is up as well we got the trios championships on the line hung bucks i'm calling them that versus hardy party um funny thing about this i keep forgetting so when you said trios i'm immediately go oh the acclaim and i was like oh yeah that's that's the thing it's super uh uh, confusing sometimes so roh trios thank you for saying because i did even write i wrote down aw up here too uh, but yeah, funny thing, I, I just watched, uh, I don't know if you've heard of the, that YouTube series that RJ City does, Hey EW. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I finally watched one the other day, uh, the one with Hangman. Yeah, I heard he had some jokes towards well, it, Triple H or something uh, like that. No, no, it was, was it Kane? Was it Triple H? Something to do with kicking a, uh, like a dead horse or something like that. Uh, oh, no, 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 that's what it was. He had a horse and the name, it was legit. Hangman had a horse that recently passed away. And the name of the horse was Hunter Horse Helmsley. Yeah, so that was a shoot. That's pretty. Yeah, that, that when I when <laughs> I had to break lie. it down, I'm like, oh yeah, they did they did say that. But no, he um, it was pretty entertaining. And I'm I actually went on and watched the big cast version of this, which is why I got that uh, the tidbit about him and Mox being <laughs> like uh, having a oh, backstage. Gotcha. Oh, big interview. Bill. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I gotta call, stop calling him cast. Anyways, uh, the the reason why this is funny to me is because when I watched the show, one of the things that uh, RJ asked Hangman about is if he had a hookup with the media team for always, you know, getting to add some messages in his lower thirds. To which Hangman's like, "No, I don't. I've been trying to find out who to, who is who the fuck is doing it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean?" And then uh, he's like, <laughs> "That's funny." He, he said, "To be honest, like, I, if I want to find him because I have a request, I mean, I'd love for it to say, you know, quote, very well prepared and looking handsome." And this was three to four days ago, mm-hmm. so I genuinely laughed out loud when the 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 elite came out and the lower thirds for the elite said, "quote very ill prepared and looking unattractive." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, <laughs> oh, trolling!" Oh uh, man, that's funny, and it changes every time too. Yeah. That's just funny. Uh, anyways, the elite uh, retained an entertaining match uh, against the Hardys and um and Brother Zay. I will say there was a cool moment where we saw the silly string again, um where Jeff Hardy helped him out to do it. Obviously, you know, okay, not was, to Mark Quinn. Yeah. Um, but uh, man, they were yo, there were some stiff ski uh, super kicks in this one from Nick for sure. Really? He was yo, he was blasting fools with super kicks the whole match. Yeah. Was he, was he trying to like, break he, in some new He was lining them up, bro. Honestly, because the kicks they had were all black and ugly. I don't know what they was rocking. Maybe oh, some man. maybe some full tuxedo Jordans or something. I just couldn't mm. see, but I was like, I don't know. That's funny. Uh, but anyways, um, post-match, we see a video play of Prince Nana at the Hangman Residence, as he calls it, as Swerve walks in through the front door and simply says, <laughs> whose house? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, right? I was wondering, because people also, were talking about how he's on par to be one of the best nah, he, heels, and they bro, were like showing him with Billy and, son, well, and this Wayne, is, this and is I was why. like, this why are why. they showing this? Before calling, <laughs> he ends up calling, he's like, man, y'all, it's, it's, y'all real tacky in here. But pretty much just talking shit about their interior of the house. Mm-mm. And then he even, like, tears up a painting from his, like, that was hung up on the fucking fridge. <laughs> he's just like, mm, yeah, y'all, y'all really uh, got, what did he say? He said, uh, y'all really ain't got no taste in here. <laughs> and then shit. he starts to sit on the couch, and he hears a noise coming from one of the rooms in the mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. And Swerve grabs the camera. You know, they always bring their own camera to make it not look like it's stupid. Yeah, you know? yeah. So they, he he grabs the camera, 
and starts walking around and checking rooms with Prince Hamdana, like very verbally telling Swerve, like, yo, I don't like this. Like, this is a bad idea. But uh, Swerve tells him to shut up because the, the lights are off the entire house. Yeah. Um. So obviously no one's there, but they're, ch- you know, he's like, yo, I could, I could be wherever I want. You know what I mean? That, that's pretty much where he's like trying to, trying to get off is like, yo, I, you over here worrying about these wins. I'm over here worrying about, you know, winning these mind games you know, yeah, type yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the cam uh, pans out to show Swerve standing in front of a child's crib no. and uh, reiterates what he said last week about how, you know, I told you sometimes I was just it's, say, yeah. it's not you who pays for your actions. Sometimes it's your loved ones. Uh, it looks like he's talking down to like a kid, like like someone in the in the crib, but he's there's no one there. You, yeah, you never see like a kid or hear any crying or anything. Yeah, it's just insinuating. Yeah, it's just insinuating. And I mean, I think it would have been kind of gross to have a baby uh, on camera like that. It, yeah, fake or not, whatever. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. Or, or stand in baby, I guess. Paige probably would have got some heat for that just from the fans. Like, why would you do well, that? Well, he immediately left the ring and started running up there as, as this is still playing. Mm. Um. But yeah, he uh, he talks about Hangman being in debt to him for costing him a title opportunity, and as he leaves, he leaves a mobile embassy shirt in the crib to remind "quote unquote" Hangman Junior, uh, because he said he'll never forget what his what his father did to him. As Prince Nana pops back in the room looking real panicked, says, "Yo, we gotta go." <laughs> you know what mm. I mean? And uh, so now that like is up, just because I'm like, man, I, you know, because yeah, again. The shit he did with the Nick Wayne thing where you went up turns yeah. and just left them leaking, like, yeah. And I forgot about that that Billy thing where you, like, they made it look like it was something else, but he, like, I think he clipped his Yeah, his, his they tried to make it seem like he clipped his finger, but yeah. I don't – then I'm like, well, how'd it grow back? <laughs> well, they make it seem <laughs> like, like it, he broke it or, like, he didn't really, yeah. like – he didn't snap it all, but he was like, Oops. Or, like, did you Oops. just take, take his fingernail off or something? Like, I don't know what that was, but yeah. yeah they, they, he was like, hold on, man. I knew you said it was going to get spooky, but calm down. Yeah, calm, calm down. Let me see. Um, and then, oh, yeah, last little uh, bits here. We got uh, two matches uh, and two segments. So, first segment, we got Edge Copeland. <laughs> uh, we got a backstage interview. It's just short because uh, Renee's there with him, and, uh, you know, she reiterates what Edge had said about not wanting to fight Christian, but asks if that has changed uh, any after what he saw happen between Christian and Sting and uh Rick Flair earlier in the ring. Yeah, because he um, did say, how could you do that to Sting kind of thing. Yeah, so, gotcha. and uh, before he can really answer, he's approached by Darby uh, and Sting, uh, with, with Darby telling Sting, yo, don't be stupid. I was like, yo, calm down, nigga. <laughs> 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 but he compares, like, look, you know what you have to do. I had to – you think I didn't have reservations smashing Nick's face in last week? Mm. You know, but this is AEW. You the killer – see the killer be killed. Sting interrupts now, and he is fired the fuck up as he tells Sting, like, <laughs> I've done many like, chops, I've taken it. Well, no, he's like, you need to get the blinders off and open your eyes before it's too late. And then, he, you know, he's like, are you in or are you out? And he's just like, you see Adam, or, you know, he's just like looking down like, I, and then he just literally grabs him, like puts hands on him, shakes him. He's like, he's like, dude, he's like, uh, he basically says, we go way back. You better man not mess it up all now or mess it all up now. And you need it. He basically says, you better get with it because you're in it. And it walks off, and then you just see him just kind of like, oh, fuck. What did I like, get myself into? But yeah. it's like, but at the same time, you see him staring at Sting as he's yelling at him, and you're like, oh my god, this is so fucking cool. You could tell, like, yeah, he's yeah. like this is so. I didn't have to Sting, say shit. Sting yelled at me. Uh, from uh, that was up. So from here, we got um, the we only had one down, and I got a push for Ooh. the match. Um, women's championship match: Hikaru Shida, Ruby Soho. Um, Shida oh. has a pretty decent ten minute title defense against Ruby Soho. Ten uh, minutes is all they get. Yeah. Man, Ruby ain't getting. Right, uh, I, I let me mean, let me tw- hear what happened. Let twelve, me I mean, twelve minutes with entrances, but I mean, like yeah. when when the when the main event is the tag match. I don't know if you knew that that was announced. 
it, what's that? What's the tag match? Daniel, uh, Danielson and Claudio versus Orange and Okada. Hell no, and, I didn't and know. And it was Okada's Dynamite debut. Gee. So they got like 25 oh, Okada? Minutes. Oh, I just realized yeah. what you said right now. I was like thinking, oh, yeah, him and Shibata. And I was like, no, he said Okada. Like, yeah. what the hell? Um, okay. So, yeah, they had a pretty decent, like I said, 10-minute defense. Solo got her shit in. I mean, she actually hits the no future twice. Like, once she, like, grabs her arm and yanks her off the apron mm-hmm. and hits oh, her with her on the floor. Yeah, I love that. And then she hit it again, but then near fall. I mean, there was a lot of back and forth, counter for counter, uh, one-upsmanship or one-ups-womanship. I don't know how mm-hmm. there's a yeah, I got you. V- female vernacular to that. <laughs> uh, but uh, going on, um, you know, the, the the crowd really got into it, and to be honest. Like, the really, really, uh, you know, I- uh, invested in the match. There was a little bit of hijinks as well. Uh, with Ruby trying for Eddie's spot with the spray can, but also trying to use the woman's title almost right in front of the ref's eye line, mm. uh, which kind of goes hand in hand with my only complaint, which is why it's a push uh, about the match. Um, it could have been a little bit cleaner, or just all around tightened up. A few spots where there were some cells on moves that didn't fully connect, or just things look, ah, could look a little bit more you. fluid yeah. than clunky. And look, we all, again, it's not and ballet. A, and a believability is a factor. Yeah, there. I mean, yeah, it's not ballet. And obviously, the dynamic of a real fight or competitive battle scenario is going to be rough. So. Over choreographed isn't the way to go, everybody, you know, mm-hmm. which is why I think, again, certain things could have been tightened up that really could have taken this match from decent to great, uh, just in my opinion. But um, post-match, we got a uh, timeless Tony Storm uh, coming out on the ramp with her new butler, Luther, just striking poses as their music plays as they use the uh, monochromatic effect uh, to make her camera shots black and white like they used to do with the villains, pretty much. So. I got you, yeah. Uh, so it's not just backstage now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, from here, we got a backstage MDF segment. This is another up. Rene, uh, he, he's, uh, I think he was in the back just icing something or getting something checked. I forgot. But uh, Renee asked MGF uh, about, you know, his thoughts about, uh, you know, ahead of his big match with Kenny Omega for Collision. Uh, but before he can even respond, he's interrupted by Samoa Joe. Oh, who, man, uh, I was wondering when this was going to happen again. Yeah, who interestingly offers his friendship of sorts to MGF. In terms of watching this back in exchange for a rematch for the AEW Championship, I don't know if this meant that he was trying to offer his services to be one of those tag team partners, but I was thinking it was crazy. In my head, I was like, if he doesn't choose Roddy and company or Roddy and the the, the, the kingdom or a clan, I'm like, is he going to choose the three guys that are coming at him for his title, like Samoa Joe, mm. uh, uh, Wardlow? And, I did and, see um, Wardlow had a vignette. A, yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Wait, when? Uh, it wasn't on Dynamite. Okay, man. I don't know. I, that it was on. AW posted it on on the social media last P- night. Possibly, it wasn't on. Yeah, it didn't. Oh, it didn't okay. play on Dynamite at all. So, really? Okay. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I watched Basically, the Fight TV version, so it was everything throughout oh, the p- okay. picture. Yeah, picture, he had yeah. said something about I've been at home, not nursing an injury, not you know healing just, up. He's yeah. just like, but I had to watch a guy that who's denounced this company in almost every interview somehow get, become the world champ and become the face of this company and you know he just says you know he thinks it's just a joke and he just continues to say like you know he can't he's in a position where max can't take anything else away from him now and he's not going to stop so he takes everything away from max so yeah he's definitely got between who is it um you know uh kenny and 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 like you said joe and jay white and and wardlow he's got quite a lot of people on his plate right yeah now. I, that's what i was thinking i'm like maybe this that's how he gets people to Watch his back. It's like, I'll give all y'all a shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. We'll see how it goes. That but, would be smart. But uh, he tells me. Uh, in a he, weird way. He says, you don't have to answer me now, but with the way things are going for you, I'm sure I'll have my answers soon enough. Mm. You know, Samoa Joe and his shit. Yeah. Uh, we got the matches. Uh, um, What's it called? Uh, announcements. This was weird because we only got, like, we didn't get a lot of the match announcements at all. 
It was just for Rampage. Um, Santana versus Ortiz grudge match, which, no, that needs to be on primetime or yeah, collision. Yeah, that needs to be know. on collision. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, we did get a four-way, uh, fatal four-way, uh, with the winner facing Sheeta for the women's title on collision. Okay. Uh, Sky, uh, Sky Blue, Willow Nightingale, mm-hmm. Anna Jay, and uh, returning with no fanfare Abaddon. Okay, so all, okay. Yeah. Oh, hey, it's bring around. It's almost uh, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Let's about that. that time. Yeah. And she's got a good, uh, a good in ring, but she, yeah, she they does. just don't use her. And uh, we'll also hear from MJF and Omega uh, then tonight. Actually, I think about it with the rampage mm-hmm. uh, before the title match uh, tomorrow on Collision. Um, right. So that was that was pretty much it. Um, this is the last match right here, man. Danielson, Claudio versus Orange Cassie and uh, Kajuska Kata. This is the first time they've been in the ring since Forbidden Door, correct? Yeah. Wow. yeah. Um, and and, and to, much to that point, commentary playing up Okada's Dynamite debut and the fact that he's the one who broke uh, Danielson's arm in their match at Forbidden Door with the elbow drop. Mm. Um, Orange yeah, and, that's right. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Orange and Danielson start as he tries for the pockets, but Danielson sweeps the shit out of him uh, with the leg kick. And I apologize, <laughs> by the way, this is going to go a little bit long, but this is the – Shortest Genuine, you can, yes, con- yeah. you can condense. Like, there's some stuff I couldn't leave out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he kicks the shit out of him with a leg kick and starts mauling Orange with uh, alternating between stiff kicks. He said, I don't play this shit. No, yeah, he, he's like stiff Death, kicks, Death, targeting his arm. Um, Danielson, I mean, it's, he, he even he uh, locks in a, a leg scissors, like a head scissors. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has he has a cinched in, but, like, Orange very creatively and somewhat technically gets himself out of the hold as Danielson himself looks impressed and offers a handshake before sneaking Orange again with another stiff leg kick. I was like, yo, I love this match. Uh, during the match, we get a uh, an announcement of a brand new pay-per-view scheduled for December 30th I heard- in New York known as World's End. Oh, okay. I heard of some other thing called something brawl, and I was like, "That's no." I, I dumb. think he. I think he just. Uh, they just reported this morning. He had like a trademark. He might be filing for a potential okay. another pay-per-view name. So maybe that's it. Um, but uh, Claudio tags in and just throws Orange around with two big-ass scoop slams and starts bullying him with some kicks until he tags in Okada to a big pop. And, I, I mean, he and Claudio locking up, bro, real interesting chemistry. Like, I never even thought Okada of that. Okada and too. Claudio? Yeah. Man. Uh, but Okadio. So, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Oh, I, I, that's one thing I forgot to text you about is uh, poor Jim Ross calling him Cesaro on collision oh i'm sorry i, I, I misspoke i'm like just say nothing jr yeah. no one is gonna know if you don't say it just don't yeah i, I did don't draw attention that. yeah um but i was like god damn it's been five years mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like i i've I, I, i've been putting up points jr i'm claudio now like <laughs> damn it um, <laughs> i've established my i am a two-time ring of arnold <laughs> champion you are far. <laughs> no, but yeah, he tags in and throws him around with some uh, uh, with some big scoop slams. Uh, him and Kata, you know, again, they get their little moment. They they go into a Euro uppercut slug off. Mm. Uh, Orange tags back in and calls for a 450, but really just hits a lazy elbow drop from the top <laughs> uh, for a one count on Claudio. Claudio shows off his strength, though, when he suplexes Orange over the apron, like he's going to do like a suplex back into the ring. Yeah. But he holds it, like stalls with it, walks to his corner, Tags Danielson in while holding him up with one arm, and then you know, and they basically like hits him with a rope hung suplex, basically setting Brian up for a rope hung diving knee on Orange, and it was like, God damn, <laughs> like yeah, like yeah. you can't even stop it because he's stronger than you. He's gonna put you where he wants to put you. And you're gonna just gonna take this beating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this is right before picture in picture, uh, the BCC. 
continue to isolate Orange until Danielson and Okada finally tag in at the exact same time as the crowd erupts in a holy shit chant. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go right into the strong style strike off before Danielson backs Okada up with some kicks. Okada tries for the diving elbow, which again, that's the movie broke you know his arm with. But Danielson evades and tries a running attack, but Okada counters with the flapjack for a near fall. I should say the vintage flapjack. Yeah. Uh, Brian hits. Okada uh, likes using that. No, yeah, it, it was just great watching him roll out the hits. Uh, Brian tries for the uh, bicycle knee, but uh, Okado evades and tries for the Rainmaker. Brian ducks and tries for that backflip comeback he always does out the corner. Yeah. Okada ducks the flying clothesline, and we get a double-down crossbody spot. So this one was worth it. Mm, you know, a lot okay. of people have been, been pimping it out lately. but Yeah. You know. uh, Orange tags back in and tries for the satellite DDT, but Claudio – dude, you need to watch this match. He tries for the, for the, for the DDT, but Claudio counters with a takedown and starts to swing him. But Orange he went uses for the, the satellite DDT or the yeah. the dive. Oh, okay. No, the satellite DDT. Okay. He, like he does the spin around. Yeah. But he when he tries to go for the DDT. So, yeah, for he, the front like, headlock. He, he fucking takes him down like leg, like like yeah. Starts swinging him right. Orange uses his his core strength to sit up during it, and he's forcing Claudio to now transition to a suplex position, which just baits him into the Stun Dog Millionaire, um, followed by a satellite DDT. Wow. Yeah. A, that's yeah. I, a, yeah. If you're gonna watch any that's match, that's some match yeah. logic right there. Uh, yeah. Orange tries for the orange punch, but Claudio catches him out the air, dog, with a crazy swing counter and spins him fucking twenty times before locking him in a, in a deep ass sharpshooter. Bro, did you see Claudio basically swing Ricky forever on Collision? Yeah. Yeah, after, I, I was like, yo, you're never. It was definitely after the, the cameras were. Yeah, right yeah, now. for sure. But, That's um, nuts, though, man. Snatches him, damn. But uh, yeah, Kata breaks it up, hits the air raid, neck breaker, another signature, and follows with a diving elbow drop on Claudio uh, before calling for the Rainmaker as we get the classic zoom out plus the Orange Cassidy best friends hug combo to the yeah. delight of Excalibur before both men get taken out by Danielson with a diving double shotgun drop kick. Uh, Orange hits Danielson with an orange punch, setting up Okada for the Rainmaker, like. Took both them joints, bro. Man. But a Claudio's the legal man as he takes out Okada with the springboard, the running springboard Euro uppercut off the ropes, yeah. and then counters the orange punch with uh, uh, the flapjack Euro for the win. Damn. Uh, Post match was kind of awkward though. Uh, we see Doctor Sampson at ringside with Danielson trying to get Claudio's attention as we see Brian like holding his jaw in pain, and mm. he like commentary is like I don't know, I don't know if they're selling or just drawing conclusions of. Possibly getting hurt on the Orange Punch Rainmaker combo. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Then we see Yuta and Mox make their way down to no fan, like to no music. They're just like checking on them. Yeah. And um, and then of course we from the corner of that we see best friends posse of Trent, Hook, Rocky yeah, Romero, it's all chaos, and Statlander. Right? Yeah. No, it's not chaos. This is they're. Oh, 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 oh my bad. You're talking about the, the crew. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. Um. So it's Trent, Hook, Rocky Romero, and Statlander out there. Curiously, no Chuck or Danhausen, even though they're in Philly. Mm. Uh, but what made it awkward is that both crews are kind of just tending. They're in the ring together, but both talking trash to each other and staring each other down while tending to their respective team members. Uh, and then Akata is just like in the middle, taunting the and shitting on Danielson as he like fanning for his arm and now his jaw. And you know, before we're finally updated. Uh, with the addition of uh, Orange Cassidy, who's going to be defending his international championship against Claudio next week uh, mm. before going off the air. So I, I like that because Claudio definitely a good candidate for that title. But, yeah. I always thought guys like him, Miro. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean. Even Yuta would have would have been. I know he went against Orange not too long ago. I thought that would have been a good yeah. transition. But, yeah. Yeah. 
Or or Mox, because he had it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, that was pretty much it, man. Um, yeah, I just like uh, like I said, the end was it was it was just fun. I think the thing was why it was awkward is because no one's doing anything. It's just almost like you're just waiting for something to happen. Yeah. But then you just you just see Okada like oh oh but he, <laughs> just shitting on us like yo I ain't never seen him yeah, but he do lost, some shit dog. like that he, he yeah. lost the dance, I mean so he didn't lose know. Orange lost the match that no but, but I yeah. mean like the first outing at yeah but, but, yeah, but he was he's just like like yeah but then when you think about it too he fucking um he low key, uh, he didn't get pinned but he lost that's the second loss in AEW yeah. so yeah. yeah but yeah that was a uh, dynamite man like I said it was uh yeah, packed but, packed yeah but but not like like I said. Uh, I'm not shitting on Tony Storm. I, I think that they need to figure out what is going to make that work. I like the idea of what they're doing with her, yeah, and the and the character of her living in her own kind of world. And everywhere she goes is her. She's making the world her movie set. I get that. That's totally cool. But I think there's a less goofier way to do it and so accomplished. Yeah, like, I think she should only do it when she's going to start a rivalry with someone and I then do that. something like that because it's sort of like with Darby. Darby That's will play these That's kind of what Goldust was trying to do before, too, when he would try yeah. to, like, yeah. Yeah, my newest oh, motion shit. picture. You know, yeah. Yeah, and, 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 yeah you would think – I don't want to say Dustin Rhodes should be her butler, but you would think there'd be an easy bridge there between Dustin and her, and maybe he's like, trust me. I've seen the bright lights, you know, or something like, like you, you don't want to get in over your head. You, you don't want, you're, once, once you see those golden globes, your eyes are as big as silver dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I, I'd rather her, yeah. yeah, them not sprinkle it just to put her on the show and just use it for, like, her next – her next they, role they, they is to some, to defeat such and such. That's be, her motivation. You know? Yeah, I like that a lot. Cause they, and, and you could have RJ City since he's part of it, which I, I'm liking the package with him. He could be kind of like her agent or handler, low-key. Yeah. Um, I could see him coming in like, well, there's the new script, and it's like Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah exactly. Like, this isn't a part for me. Yeah, yeah. With the supporting actress. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't what does Willow think she brings to the table like, to a yeah. star established as myself? This is like, box yeah. office versus home theater. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, yeah, like, percent. Yeah, yeah. Straight to DVD. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Let us write for y'all. Let us write for y'all, please. You know? But yeah, that, that was pretty much it, man. Uh, thank y'all for uh, you know tuning in again. That was uh, Dynamite as well as uh, Halloween uh, Havoc Night One. Yes. Um, unfortunately, we won't be able to get to the night two again next week. We're going to be taking time off uh, for Victory Lap again, man. Go ahead and do what y'all do, man, and come out and support, man. Our last show of the year, Victory yeah. Lap, presented by Winter Circle Pro Wrestling. Follow us right now at Winter Circle Pro on uh, Instagram, Winter Circle PW on Twitter, and at Winter Circle Pro on YouTube. You can catch. Do all, that. everything, promos, build-up videos, breakdown videos, matches, full-length matches, and we got them all in the playlist right now, man, so go ahead and check that out, and uh, yeah, man, we um, announced a full card, I mean, we're really excited to get yeah. this going, man, again. And not just um, that, we also uh, made our free ticket giveaway official, yes. and uh, you guys want to go to Instagram, check that out, the way to enter and to win two front-row tickets to Victory Lap is to first follow us at Winter Circle Pro, as we said on Instagram, and tag a friend in the comments below, and then repost the official victory lap flyer to your story and tag winner circle pro when you do it and just in case you guys are having a hard time finding it it is pinned to our profile as we speak so go ahead we made it very easy for you guys and again next wednesday announced at 8 p.m yep. our time pacific standard time right yeah, yeah. <laughs> west yeah, coast we, baby we, we all yeah. that pt baby yeah and, uh, exactly yeah, I, I will say yeah i mean it's pinned uh go check it out but of course make sure you follow us because if you don't then you're already disqualified we we have no no way of finding you yeah <laughs> to, to i mean enter, we'll get you know tagged I mean? but but again it's that's not it's, it's how you enter. You gotta yeah, follow us. Yeah, you gotta. You know, there there's rules. You know, but no, yeah, uh, and definitely, man. Um, 
again, victory lab or victory dash lab dot eventbrite.com. Yes, get your right tickets. Right now, man, front row twenty five, general admission twenty dollars. Um and yeah, man, we're we're just again just trying to make this show as big as we we can and just you know, shout out to everyone that's supporting, anyone that's sharing anything, and you know the momentum has been very important. And uh, man, a lot of big matches, man. We've been getting a lot of good feedback as well. So yeah. definitely looking forward to seeing y'all, man. Um, and yeah, I mean, of course, follow and some us. Good vendors too. I was going to say, oh man, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we got the notorious pin that's going to be back in the house yes, as sir. well as Retro Collector. He's going to be there, and we have a special guest, Wrestling with Unicorns, will be there. Very on excited, site. man! Yeah. Shout out to Martin, man. Really good dude. Um, very excited to announce. Yeah. The, uh, and for those of you of, uh, that li- that are listening, that follow him, you already know exactly yeah. what he brings to the wrestling world, yeah, man. So we're absolutely. definitely blessed to have him at our show this yeah, time it, around. It's it's, it's gonna you know and he's he's been it's been great just getting to know him and he's excited to come come to Cali again man so uh, it's it's gonna be a really good time so again go out and grab your tickets man you guys you know are very much uh, one of the star players of the the production when it comes to Winter Circle man so can't wait to see you guys again mm-hmm. and um yeah man don't forget to follow us and follow the show as well at Quincy Jones Show on uh, Twitter as well as at the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram and backslash Quincy Jones Show on Facebook. Also find uh, the Quincy Jones Show, the album by yours truly. Album, you rap? I be rapping, I be mm-hmm. scrapping, and I be dapping. Um, mm-hmm. But check it out, man. 11 tracks of Pure Fuego. And don't forget to also check out uh, uh, the uh, predecessor, the the pretty much the that got me into that mode, man. Check out uh, This Is Awesome yes, sir. by uh, the hip-hop hybrid himself, That's Doc right. Lesnar. And if you need that to know... Mean- why is Triple H Triple H? Go and uh, check that out. You yes, know what I mean? Yes, sir. Hip hop hybrid himself, uh, yeah, man. man. Check us out on uh, any place that you, uh, any platform, I say that you like to listen to your favorite artists, aka the Mega Towers. We in this thing. Uh, you know, the world's greatest tag team in the worlds of hip hop and pro wrestling. There, I-, I shared it. I shared it. Now we're both in it. <laughs> Purely originated, yeah. poorly imitated. I-, I said it. I said it. Uh, but uh, go ahead and follow my, uh, you know, my Monfrey over here at Quincy Jones Go as well on, on Instagram. And follow yours truly at Doc Lesnar for all things having to do with my music career at doc underscore kgs pod for all things having to do with this podcast hashtag wrestle wednesdays let's keep it going who are you wearing this wednesday let us know and tap in and of course at lesnar's underscore lots for all things having to do with my mercari store where i sell everything well mostly uh, wrestling memorabilia but everything from signed eight by tens to signed figures regular figures all box all brand new condition uh and just all kinds of merchandise in now between he, go ahead and check it out man yeah, he ain't here to pull nobody's leg to pull no wool over nobody's eye my nope. guy does it correct he is fair about pricing. his research, yeah. fair pricing, mm-hmm. and you're gonna get. He's gonna take very great care of the product. By the time it gets to you, you're not gonna 100%. believe that it was even. You gonna think that you ordered it yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, and I'm very flexible with bundling. So if you see more than one, uh, you know, option or item that's you know, but be rational, fan, fancy. Go ahead and let me know what's up. Yeah, I'm flexible, but I ain't gonna you know <laughs> yeah, break my back on it. We ain't you know what I mean? fool up here, yeah, man. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> but on that note, you already told him, man. Follow us at Winter Circle Pro yes, on all platforms, especially our YouTube as well. Go ahead and check out those uh, the matches we have so yeah, far man, and uh, you know get yourself up to date on all the things happening before you come to victory lap on november 3rd Absolutely. but on that note my friend yes sir I got I three words for him i think i got him too top, top guys, guys out, out.